0: Final Four in the NFL, I'm going to make my predictions on who I think will win the NFC and AFC championships, and we'll be playing the Super Bowl 57. It's win or lose. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Win or Lose. It's Mr. T. It's been a while, but I'm back. I'm be back making more content, updating more regularly, but we're here to talk about conference championships the final four nfc and afc championship games tomorrow 49ers this is going to be a good game i think these are the two evenly matched teams in the nfc they've been the best two teams in the nfc all year so i'm looking forward to it i mean eagles started the year off hot winning their first eight games they were the last team to lose a game and the 49ers ended the season hot they've now won 12 straight So these have been the best two teams in the NFC, Eagles to start the year off and 49ers to end the year. Both teams are loaded offensively and defensively. You know, they're both in the top 10 in offense and defense. So this kind of shakes up for a good game. I think whoever can control the line of scrimmage will win this game. But let's talk about the 49ers at first. I mean, you got to give Kyle Shanahan some credit. I mean, he's got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. I he, mean, um, he's always seemed like the 49ers are in the mix. You know, they had a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries to start the year off. Yeah, they started off kind of rough. At one point, I think it was six starters out one game. So they've kind of been behind the eight ball to kind of start the season off. They started off with the rookie Trey Lance for second year player Trey Lance, who they took number three uh, in last year's NFL draft. He got injured and ended his season. Then they brought back old Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been, you know, the starter for the last four or five years. And they were just starting to get it together. And he got hurt for the year. So they brought in, the, you know, Mr. with the last pick in the draft, the rookie Brock Purdy. And it just seemed like he came at the right time because that's when they were starting to, you know, go on their run and starting getting mid midseason for him. So he came in when everybody was coming back healthy. They were just starting to get that groove, and he just fit right, right in like a glove. He just fit right in, and they haven't looked back since. Like I said, they won 12 straight. They made the, I Also, let me not forget the trade for Christian McCaffrey. Bringing in Christian McCaffrey has been huge. It took the 49ers from a good team, I think, to what we see now with this 12 straight wins. He had just taken them to another level. They got Debo Samuel and Brendan Ayuk. You know, George Kittle has a good rapport with the new rookie quarterback. So I like what they're doing. They got the number one defense in the league. I think that, you know, with the pass rush, I think the defensive player of the year is Nick Bosa. So their defense has been looking good, too. Right now, the 49ers, they are the hottest team in the league right now, and I will say that. And they've just been playing great ball, and I think this is going to be a tough matchup for the Eagles. But like I said, the Eagles have, been, have had the best record in the NFC all year. Jalen Hurts got hurt a little bit with the shoulder, so that kind of slowed slowed them down a little bit. But once he's out there, they, this offense has been good. He's taken them to another level. And there was comments out there that you can put anybody in that Eagle offense or in this system. And a couple of people said that. A lot of people on ESPN, and I think a couple of players even, said Micah Parsons that came out and said some foolishness like that. And that's just not the case. What Jalen Hurts does, I don't think there's not too many people can't replicate what he's does as far as running the ball, throwing the ball, getting them into good place, not turning the ball over. That's the key with both of these teams. I think they both, the quarterbacks do a both do a good job of not turning the ball over. That's how you win and lose this game. 49ers last week, Purdy didn't turn the ball over. Dak Prescott did turn the ball over. So that was the difference right there. Uh back to the 49ers, like I said. I'm a little concerned last week against the Cowboys because they, you know, settled for a lot of field goals. So I think with the Eagles, you can't play around like that. You need to get in that end zone and score some points. You can't settle for field goals against the Eagles. They have a top 10 defense. Like I said, top five, top 10 defense and top five, top 10 offense. So points are going to be important, but you got to score touchdowns here. I haven't seen the rookie on the road in a hostile environment against the Eagles quite yet. I mean, everything has been kind of good and catered to him. I want to see, it's going to be interesting to see how, if he gets down a couple of scores. What will what, what happen? How will he manage? You know, what can he do? He's got the pieces around him, but I just want to see what will happen if he falls down maybe 10 to 14. We haven't seen that from, I want and I want to see that from Hurts too if the eagles happen to fall down two scores can he line up and and get the team back against the number one you know number one defense in the league you know like i said there's a lot of weapons around both of these teams and it's just going to be interesting to see who can do what and what chess piece can be made and what you know with the 49ers i kind of feel like with the eagles pass rush being as dominant as it is they've led the league this year in over 70 sacks I think screens to McCaffrey are going to be huge here you know settle the rookie down give him a couple of easy passes screens to McCaffrey, a screen out here to debo because that that eagles pass rush is going to be coming full steam ahead i think that's a good way to slow them down i expect to see quite a few screens from the 49ers And you can also run the ball against this Eagle defense. I mean, they've kind of shored it up a little bit going out and getting Limville Joseph and then Dominican Sue. So they've kind of shored it up a little bit, but they haven't faced a running attack like these San Francisco 49ers where you got McCaffrey, you can come in with Elijah Mitchell, all the different, you know, way they line up, bringing extra tight, tight ends. They got the fullback and juice check who can come, go out and block. So this is going to be a different running attack than the Eagles have faced all year. And they've, and they've struggled against that. I think they have a, matchup advantage against whoever George Kittle is guarding. Now, the corners for the Eagles are solid, but I think they can take advantage of against the safety or against against the linebacker and crew. So I think there is some things the 49ers can do to move that ball, run the ball, keep the Eagles off off the field, you know, and and see where it goes. Like I said, the Eagles have a tough pass rush, but the 49ers do have Trent Williams, so I think that will eliminate at least one side. So we'll see how that matchup goes, but like I said, I expect to see a lot of screens from the 49ers from this um, this pass rush, run the ball, and use Kittle, you know, try to get in third and manageable, and use Kittle against some of those linebackers. I like those matchups also. As far as the Eagles go, I think the Eagles have some advantages they can exploit. I think the offensive line against the defensive line, Nick Bosa against Lane Johnson, two all pros, this is going to be a good matchup. But I think the 49ers might might move Bosa away from Johnson, but Johnson's not 100% healthy either. So we'll see how that matchup goes. As far as I think the 49ers are great against stopping the run. But the Eagles got so many formations that they can do with the quarterback and Miles Sanders, who's over 1,200 yards rushing. They can, you know, do different ways. They got three running back, three-headed running back that they can throw at you, plus the quarterback. That's going to be the 49ers' toughest challenge against the run this year. They haven't played a team like the Eagles who can run the ball as effectively and as good as they can. So that's going to be interesting. I also think Jalen Hurts, I think he will. Like, Eagles have the best offensive line in the league. You know jason kelsey i like lane johnson is one of the best jordan Mulata. so he's gonna have time i think he's gonna have time to throw that ball right now and i think that's been one of the uh 49ers achilles heel as great as their defense is i think they can be exposed passing the ball and they give Hur- Hur- hurts just enough time i think aj brown Devonte smith even zach pasco dallas goddard is back I think they can exploit the 49ers secondary, mainly the corners. I think they can take advantage of those matchups. I think their receivers, Brown and Smith, can take advantage of Lenore and Ward. So I give that advantage to the Eagles. It just all comes down to who doesn't turn the ball over. I think who doesn't turn the ball over. It's going to be cute. The Eagles have been good all year at not turning the ball over. The games they lost, they turned into a turnover machine. So it's kind of, you know, simply for the Eagles. We we don't turn the ball over, we win. We turn the ball over, we lose. As for the 49ers, the rookie has been great at not turning the ball over. But he hasn't faced an environment like this before. This is the NFC Championship. This is Mr. Irrelevant. He wasn't supposed to be here. He's thinking he's going to hold the clipboard all year. So now he's out there, got the world watching. I want to see how he handles it. A place like Philadelphia, I mean, this, you know, this is going to be a big state. So I want to see how he handles it. He's been good so far. He's got the right guy, Kyle Shanahan, to calm him down, call some easy plays for him to kind of get him in the groove. So I think that has been going to be good for him also. Also with Jalen Hurts, he hasn't been in this situation. I want to see how he handles this against a good defense. Nick Sirianni is also good for him. These coaches have put these quarterbacks in positions to win all year. I'm interested to see how it goes in this game. It's going to be a fun one. You guys can tell I'm excited about it. But I got to make a prediction. And this is tough. This is a tough – I think both teams have been great, and both teams deserve to be where they are right now. 49ers have been playing amazing. Eagles – had a little bump and roll towards the end of the season, but they back on track, just dominating the Giants. <sighs> this is tough, but I think I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game and go to Super Bowl 57. I think they have enough offense, just enough offense to put them over the top. I think they can move the ball against this 49er defense, and they're gonna have to take advantage of it when they get down there because you're not gonna get under too often. I do like the Eagles to win this game. I do like the Eagles to get to Purdy a little bit. That pass rush has been amazing. You can't put Trent Williams on everybody. So I think the pass rush will get there. I think the Philadelphia Eagles will win this game and go to Super Bowl 57. I like the Eagles to win this one, 28 to 20. Conference championship weekend. We're going to dig off into this AFC title game. The Kansas City Chiefs against the Cincinnati Bengals. Rematch of last year's title game. I think it's going to be a good game. Last year's game was a good game. It came down to overtime. Evan McPherson hitting a game winner, sending the Bengals to the Super Bowl. And we back, same place. Different time, a little later in the day than last year's game. But same two teams. Back in Arrowhead Stadium, or some of the Bengals may call it Burrowhead Stadium. It should be a fun matchup. I think this is going to be a good game. Two evenly matched teams. The two best teams in the AFC. Cincinnati proved that last uh, week by going down to Buffalo and really roughing up the Bills. They showed me a lot in that game because I thought that game, I actually had Buffalo win that game, but Cincinnati surprised me, and I think the Bengals still are not getting the credit they deserve as a good team. Now, I mean, they did go to the Super Bowl last year, but everybody thought that was a fluke, and oh, that's not going to happen. They got lucky. Like still people saying the Bengals got lucky to get to the Super Bowl last year. Some people even saying they got lucky to win the Ravens game their first playoff matchup. They started off 0-2 this year. Burrow had a little injury, so he really wasn't in training camp. He came back a little rusty. So they started off 0-2, so they really was out there saying last year was a fluke. I feel like they had to get their O line together. They struggled with offensive line issues all last year. Imagine the Super Bowl. With you know, so they short that up this year and brought in some guys, Lionel C- Collins from the Cowboys. They brought Alex Kappa in from the Buccaneers, but now both of those guys are hurt now. So they're back in the same boat they kind of was last year. Comment but it seemed it didn't make a difference you guys last think. year. Tell me, me you guys it guys seemed not predict- make a difference. This is against Buffalo as they just really went up there, controlled the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively. And really, you know, from the the coin toss, I mean, that game seemed like it was over from the first drive from the Bengals. It looked like they could do whatever they wanted. The defense played amazing. So it's going to be interesting to see how this Kansas City game, you know, turns out because, you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't 100%. He got hurt last week against the Jaguars. High ankle sprain, so we don't know how how he's going to be. He's not going. That's a big part of his, you know, play is you know he, he's able to his mobility, able to move around and let God give give guys a little bit more time to get open. So it's going to be interesting to see how he looks now that he's compromised. The way the Bengals defense is playing, they definitely could take advantage of if Patrick Mahomes is going to be back there and he's going to be a sitting duck. So that's going to be interesting. Bengals in the last couple of years have, you know, have been 3-0, and have dominated this matchup. I wouldn't necessarily say dominated, but they have won, you know, they're 3-0. and They won the last three matchups twice last year and once earlier this year in Cincinnati. Granted, they all have been three-point wins, but a win is a win. You know, it seems like Burrow can, he always finds a way to win these close games against the Chiefs. Finds a way to, you know, make a play. And they've had the Chiefs number in the last t- two years. So it's going to be interesting to see how Kansas City, you know, it's hard to beat a team, especially a team like the Chiefs, four straight times. So I think Kansas City's going to be ready. They got the crowd behind them. They got some bulletin board material. The Bengals have been run- running their mouth. They started running their mouth last year after they won the game. Now they've been running their mouth before this game starts. So it's going to see if that's going to be a little bit of mo- motivation. But, I mean, you're one game away from the Super Bowl. If you can't, if you need somebody to say something to get you motivated for that, then you're in the wrong sport. I think, you know, regardless, the the Chiefs are going to be ready to play and the Bengals are going to be ready to play. I don't think Talk has, oh, it's going to make me play harder now that they said something. So, I mean, I think team, both teams are going to be ready to play. And just like all three of their previous matchups before this one, I think it's going to come down to the wire. Might be who has the ball last. It might be who kicker is going to make a damn field goal. I mean, sometimes it just comes down to that. Who's kicker going to kick the field goal? It don't even have to do nothing with the actual players who are actually on the field sweating for 60 minutes. It might just come down to the kicker. And I think this game might not be no obsession. Uh, the Bengals' defense, like I said, they don't have the, uh, you know, household names like, you know, all these other great defenses in the league. They got, got just got a guys, blue-collar guys who put their boots on and let's go out and play. Let's do our job. Let's do our work. Hell of a pass rush with Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. Two underrated guys who seem like they always get the job done. I like what this defense does. I like the defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo. He seems to get them playing hard every week. They always seem to always kind of make an interception or a turnover. They just make things happen. Like I said, no household names. Not really, you know, considered one of the best defenses in the league. They just make enough plays. They just constantly get the job done. And they play hard. That's all you can ask for. You play hard, and the chips fall where they, where they may. I think as far as the offense, you got the Burrows, you got Mixon, you got the Higgins, and you got the Chases. So I feel like they gonna move the ball. It's just if Burrow gonna have that time, is the offensive line gonna hold up? Cause they're down three starters. Same issues they had last year. Remember Burrow had a couple. It was one game where he got sacked nine times. This would be the wrong time for the offensive line to kind of, you know, go backwards as it was last year. But like I said, they played well against Buffalo. Burrow's good at getting the ball out of his hands quick. So he won't be back there like a sitting duck and just, you know, he gets it out quick and he has the weapons. It might be a quick pass game. He got the weapons. Chief secondary is young. They got the weapons to take advantage of it. It's just, is Burrow going to have the time? because the Chiefs also have a great pass rush with Frank Clark and Chris Jones. So it's just going to be, is Burrow going to have the time? I think if he does have the time, the Bengals have the offense, the receivers to move the ball against that Chiefs secondary. That Chiefs secondary has got a a lot of young guys back there, and I think the Bengals can take advantage of it. It's just the key, is Burrow going to have time? That's the key. Uh, The Chiefs are back in the AFC title game for a fifth straight year. All of them at home, too. What, what more can you ask for to start a starter career off with Patrick Mahomes? I mean, five straight AFC title games. They're doing this without Tyreek Hill. You know, a lot of people thought that, you know, Chiefs would fall off. No, Tyreek Hill, he's gone. They lost a couple of uh, corners. So it's like, is this defense going to be good? Is this offense going to be the same without Tyreek? And they just keep on finding ways, finding new ways to get things going. And like I said, they're back in their fifth title game. Patrick Mahomes is not a hundred percent. So we'll see how that's gonna help You're gonna help or hurt the team. I wouldn't say um it's gonna actually of help the team but we're just gonna see how much Mahomes can pull through like i said it's the afc title game you just go out there and throw everything what you got i think somebody else is gonna have to step up though i really do i don't think travis kelsey who had 14 catches last week against the jaguars i don't think cessna is going to allow him to control the game so i think they're gonna have to have somebody else step up whether it's juju smith schuster you know Marquez Valdez Scantlin Jarek McKinnon's been huge for him these last couple of weeks. You know, Pacheco in the running game. They're gonna have to find somebody else to help out because I don't think I don't think the Bengals are gonna let Kelsey do what the Jaguars did last last week. You know, like I said, Bengals' defensive coordinator has been hot. He's a hot name as far as getting a job. Lou Armorino, he's going against Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Andy Reed always has a new wrinkle. So I'm just it's going to be interesting to see what he does with Mahomes. Is he not able to run around and do what, what he does? I think this is you know, this is the new rivalry. We thought it was gonna be Buffalo and Mahomes and the Chiefs every damn year. But it looks like the Bengals have came in, taken that spot, plus they've got to a Super Bowl. You know, these are the last, you know, two AFC champions. It's gonna be a fun game to watch. I think it will come down to um I think it will come down to a field goal game again. And um it's just hard to beat a team four straight times. I know Cincinnati's kind of coming in confident, kind of look look cocky, you know. It's just hard to beat a team like Mahomes and the Bengals been running their mouth, talking about Burrowhead Stadium and things like that. I think the Chiefs find a way to win this game and go to Super Bowl 57. It's going to be a tough, hard-fought game. But I think the Bengals find a way to – I think the Chiefs find a way to win this game. I'm going to go with the Chiefs will find a way to win this game, 23-20. to 20. I think both defenses will play well. I think the Chiefs can get the pass rush to Burrow with – with uh, the offensive line issues. And I think the Bengals have found a formula that kind of slowed Mahomes and the Chiefs down. So I think it's going to come down to the Chiefs winning on the last second field goal by Harrison Bucker. I got the Chiefs winning 23-20 to 20 in the AFC Championship. I have the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles for Super Bowl 57. Thanks for joining me.